Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, ooh, ooh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, ooh, ooh. we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com, and that's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, folks. We're back for another episode. Today we're going to talk about how our family transformed our home into a homestead here in the city of Pasadena, California. Um, it was a long journey. Of course, we're still journeying and evolving as we go. So we're just going to talk, uh, you know, tell our story and, and, and maybe help other people um, transform their homes into homesteads. So I don't know where you want to start because there's a lot. Let's <laughs> start from... Yeah, depending on how far you want to go back and yeah. help it and start small. Mm-hmm. I think the easiest, um, well, not the easiest, sorry. I think the most important thing to point out would be that there's really no quick and easy way to it. You can speed it along if you had a lot of money. If you had a good investment, you can accelerate the timeline. But there has, there is a lot of effort and there's a lot of time invested. Um, a lot of time people, they're used to the... Um, Television makeover shows where somebody comes in, everything happens, and it's like you walk in the backyard and there's that wow moment. Well, it possibly could happen that way, but if it's going to work and it's going to be good, you're going to have to invest your time, energy, and effort into it. Not just money. Money speeds it along and helps you get the best, but you can't really buy your way into self-sufficiency. And Dad would also say, um, Dad would always say, in, in his presentations and to people, one size doesn't fit mm-hmm. all. And, never, and often people want a model, which is good. It's a good model to emulate. It's, it works. Uh, it works definitely for California, Los Angeles area. It can be emulated everywhere. We've, we have people sending us photos of what they've done to copy. And it, but you have, uh, you have to know your land. You have to know your situation. You have to put energy and effort into it. And, uh, to actually make it work on a, on a scale of living off the land. Well, we also promote DIY, so if, although we did have to, although we did spend some money and hire some people to do things that we didn't necessarily do ourselves, most, I'd say at least 75, 80%, 90% was DIY. Mm-hmm. So, obviously you can, uh, Shorten the learning yeah, curve. The learning curve is if you pay. If there's ten, if there's ten <laughs> elements of urban homestead, you pay ten different people to help you do yeah. all, all ten. While we were trying to do it as DIY. Now, obviously, you could pay ten people all at once, and you'd be done faster than if you did one every every year, like we try to do a new a new goal or new new aim. I think the core of what we've done at the urban homestead is to learn what is, learn it in our hands and in our heads. Not just read about something and have that knowledge, but actually to have the skills within your hands. And to, um, not just to have the knowledge up, but the the, the familiarity in your hands and how you're actually, you know, working with it. Um, 
I think we talked about it in, in the the podcast that we talked about the transformation in the front yard, how we collected rocks from the side of the road, how we did the mulch bucket by bucket. So yeah, you could buy a load of mulch that yeah. come in. You could have the grass removed, but we killed the grass and then composted over it. Over time. Yeah, over time. And little by little. And I think doing it the longer way gives you more appreciation. I mean, I'm not saying go 30 years, but at least have your hands into it and learn every step of the way, not just buy your easy, way into it's, it. Say, I, would, I hate to use the word easier, but there's much more information, much more um, things available now to make it faster, quicker, easier. Mm-hmm. Um, when we started, like I said, we want to say, some things haven't changed, like Oya's, blocks compost doesn't change but composters they have ones that go this way ones that go that way ones that go round ones that go up and down yeah even solar chain since what 2004 when we installed mm-hmm. ours yeah I mean that was like this prehistoric look at the cell phones cell phones are changing that fast they haven't had time or energy to research new solar panels have a lot of expectancy of 20-25 years um, a couple of years you might have to replace them you know it's just and the yard has been turned over several times. Now we have to, um, the raised beds were put in about 10 years ago, and now we have to redo them because they're rotting. So it's our organic material. So we'll probably do that maybe in the winter. But looking back on. Yeah, so some of the things is that, like, that doesn't even require any money. Like, no money put down, no even technically effort. Cons- conservation. You know, don't let your don't let the water run when you brush your teeth, or um, reuse you know your shower water with a you know have it go in a bucket, then bring it outside, uh, bring a bag. Um, yeah, I mean, just been, it's been these these yeah, yeah these these tips have been you know ever since like the day when did it start? Oh, about forty years ago. Reduce reuse. Yes, cycle. it's always been like everybody's like that's what you can do. It's it's something that you know, <laughs> children should be raised on. Mm-hmm. You know, making do, uh, conserving, and not only conserving, but just not consuming so much. Um, thrift stores have gotten a bit trendy now, and the, the prices are reflecting that. But even then, I mean, I find more and more people are like, hey, you know, there's really good clothes at the thrift store. And it's, it's a little hard to, like, good you look time. at them, and you're like, yeah, right, okay, yeah, you just found it out. And I'm not putting it in a, in a condescending way, but it's just, like, realizing how... It's still not a part of A lot of things are still being new, especially new generation mm-hmm. that are coming to the sustainable movement or the homestead movement. They're, they're, it, they're finding this thing new, mm-hmm. whereas us who's been raised in it, it's we like, sometimes oh, overlook yeah. in teaching that. The small, like, the small things. So, um, and of course, with anything, you always want to check with. Um, your local codes for anything, because even some, even even housing um, associations, you know, you can't even put out your laundry. So you want to, you know, be conscious of your neighbors. Yeah, you have um, to see where you live. Dad it. always said one thing that would determine it. You know, he always said, you know, you know, I would want to live next. Would I want to live next to me? So that was a, a determining factor of how he, you know, built the homestead so that it could be pretty but also productive. Um, another thing that doesn't cost much is, um, well, not doesn't cost much, um, you know, you don't have to do anything yourself, is support. Uh, go to your farmer's market, find a farmer's market, go to the local farmer's market, and support local farmers. So even if you can't grow food or it's not possible, you don't have the time, that's something simple. So there's steps you can take. There's, um, you know, be a conscious consumer, even to the point also learn new skills, learn knitting, um, learn to bake. So. Yeah, the sad thing is it always has come down to the fact where you can learn to knit. We've, this is another problem. You learn to knit, but to actually knit yourself a sweater actually almost, and in, in this society costs more than than actually buying. Really and, and, and so you have to, to you know, can afford it. Yeah, or just and just and don't make don't knit a sweater for your boyfriend. Yeah, look, Google that one. <laughs> it's the boyfriend sweater course. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we all know that. Never, so. never. Don't knit anything for significant other. This story we never talked about is Silk Awards. <laughs> the Silk Awards, okay. I, I think we ended the last podcast of, uh, alluding to my story because I just come back from that and I was a little amped. That's uh, a nice word. 
so, some chicken sounds. Yeah, I know. Right? So what happened was you're talking about Nisi was tame compared to me. Well, Tony was a little heated. Well, She's like, we, because we've been so busy, because we've been doing a lot of other stuff, my, my we didn't get a chance so to. Well and days. well, it used to be just around the corner. Right. So now well, it you used have to, to be around the corner. Habitat for Humanity was one of our favorite places to go, and it was just two blocks away, and we practically there lived there. Yeah. Um, but then they sold, uh, or not actually sold, they, the, the, the place that they were at, the property was the yeah, redevelopment. So they had to leave, and they moved to Outwater, which is, a, mm, I'd say, about minutes. 15 minutes away. So Jordy and I happened to be out that way for a meeting, and we were like, hey, let's let's stop up Habitat for Humanity, see what they got. <laughs> So I found this First really cute sofa. Like year, right? Well, yeah. because one of our sofas, we've been keeping our eye out for a good sofa mm-hmm. for this area in the house mm-hmm. because it's falling it down. So we just don't go out and buy a new one. We just kind of put it in our head. This is what we're looking for. This is the size and see what comes our way. Yeah. So, um, or yeah, we don't find it on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. So I found one. It was narrow. It could fit because, you know, we have, people o- we have people over. We have moving nights. We have people over. So sometimes fitting everybody in our living room because it is 1970 house. We can't have those big new cook sofas yeah, like those, those massive wall yeah wall on they're really deep they're really nice but they just don't fit in our living room so i found one and i was literally standing and well actually i found it jordy and i said hey jordy look and i looked at the price and it said it said 50 bucks i was like jordy is it safe 50 dollars is right so i said excuse me and the lady that worked there I said excuse me miss um is this the price of the sofa and she said yeah that, that's the price that's on that's the price of the sofa so i was like cool so i measured it whatever and i'm standing in front of jordy sitting on it and then jordy had to leave to the front to i was gonna go uh pay get for it. someone yeah, yeah i was gonna get, get someone to come and say this is put it on hold at least do you call me or i called you so you called or i got a call from you either i called you or you, you called call me, me. you whatever. called me because i was across town and exactly then I you were texting photos right. <laughs> so i was literally standing with my knees touching the sofa over it on the phone with Justin and I see this guy come from the corner of my eye and he had this clipboard and he had this dude another dude with him and he was like pointing things out and I'm like okay but he's coming my way so I'm thinking why is he coming my way and I saw from the corner of my eye he said and that and I'm thinking that that's like that the sofa that I'm standing in front of so um and then he was like, you know, and he pointed around and he turned and I said, excuse me. I said, um, I'm buying the sofa. He said, oh yeah, but I was here earlier. I saw it this morning. <laughs> like- I was like, saw it, but it doesn't say hold. He goes, no, but I talked to somebody. I, I wanted it. I said, but it's, you didn't buy I'm, it. I listened to this on the phone and I, <laughs> I knew it was going to be a disaster. Yeah. So well, I know. And I, I came I back that- and he tells me, you know, this guy got the sofa and I'm like, you know, I'm censoring it here. So I was like, here, that's crap. Okay, so no me <laughs> and me, like I said, me. I don't like conflict, and we can talk about that other other episode because, like I said, our friend, yeah, really didn't. He's got our little uh, our, our 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 what what we do well and what we don't do well. One that's of the ones another, I don't do well is conflict. Podcast, so yeah. yeah, so that was his thing. But so I was like, well, it's just a sofa, and everything that's happening in this world. Do I really go after this guy? Because I was like, it's matter of principle. I mean, it could have been, no, it could not have been me. It could have been the person five minutes before me who bought that sofa. He'd been out of luck. Okay, so I was on the phone five minutes and I, I lost the sofa. Line. So I was like, oh, you know, and I'm like, Jordy's like, that's not right. And I said, yeah, that's not right. So I'm like, okay, I could just walk out of <laughs> here. Said, and Jordy said in a very kind yeah. way, yeah, sure. I could just walk out of <laughs> here and no, just that's leave crap. it at that. There's no money down? No, there's not money. He didn't put any money down. Nope, yeah. that's. I, and I was like, so basically, I didn't like, I didn't appreciate that I was, um, you know, like I said, I'm a girl and he's a guy, so <laughs> you can, you know, take that what it's worth. But um, so I found the lady. I said, as I was leaving, leaving, kind of like, oh crap, I didn't stand up for myself. So I was like, you know what? I'll try one more time. So I, I found the lady that helped me. I said, excuse me, ma'am, do you recognize this guy? Because he said he was in here before and he claims he had bought the sofa and this was reserved for him, blah, blah, blah. She goes, no. She said, no. Did he buy it? She said, is there a reserve sign? I said, nope. She said, that's not right. So she goes, marches over to him. And she says, you know, sir, she was in here. I talked to her and he wouldn't even budge for her. So I was like, ho, ho, ho. It was getting a little heated. I said, ho, ho, ho. I said, just a sofa. Don't worry about it. I'm not. And she was really upset. And she came over to me and said, I am so sorry. You know, anything, you know, I, I'm really, really sorry. She said, she just, you know, I was like, I know, I understand. You just, that's just the way it goes. So she was really apologetic and she kind of tried to smooth things over with some things she, she said, which was, which was fine. But, um, yeah, so I just, I didn't, I walked out of there. But like I said, it was just a matter of but making it a stand that, yeah, let that stand. I, I mean, wanted like, a witness. I was sitting there, I was sitting there, and I was like, 
I was I just like, a witness. And DC so Annie's fun. was like, it's just so fun. I said, I know. Let me just rant for a minute. <laughs> he did not buy it. You know how many things I've seen that I've come back to buy and somebody else had bought them just because I saw them. I, I did this like good five to ten minute rant. <laughs> and then I think I ended with, I just had to say that. Yeah, I know. So that was our third. That's my recent Self awards to be continued. The point of it is that thrift stores take a lot of. At the end, but yeah, thrift stores take a lot of. But like I said, you know what? You know what? You know what the kicker was? It wasn't even for him. It was for a Hollywood film shoot. Yeah, which is which is why. Well, that's why he was feeling the pressure because his bosses were like, "Get the sofa," and he needed to get the sofa because he needed a prop. Yeah, so I was like, "Well, yeah." So the point of that is self-sufficiency. <laughs> How does it fit to the podcast? Thrift stores. Yeah, thrift stores. That was our one to touch base. We left people hanging on the, on our sofa war trilogy. Well, the thrift so. stores is uh, it's interesting because it also teach. I would say it teaches you patience mm-hmm. because you know you're not going to find everything you want. It's that instant gratification. You go to a big box store. You need something. You go in there. You find it. It's instant. So again, it's time or money. You actually want quality, you know, to put to put your money where your mouth is. Go to a thrift store. Sometimes you walk out without, or sometimes you, you walk want. with something yeah, that's not smart. even close to it, and, and you, then you repurpose it, and yeah. it's you know you could get. Some There's been times thing. I've actually even got dresses from there that I said it's not perfect, but I could cut it here, fix it here, and that and I see it. it those creativity. You look at something, you see the potential. Yeah. Of. yeah so the, the problem we have with is we have we upgrade when people we find something on the road, something on the side of the road is better than ours. We upgrade. Somebody's moving. Mm-hmm. They call us. They they call us. They you want the sofa, so it's better than ours. And we upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue sometimes like we have storage. At one point in the next ten years, we may use this piece of. <laughs> wood or metal I think so after collecting all that stuff for a while he said okay we had a pedestal stink without the pedestal for like I don't know 10 years <laughs> it ago it floated around it floated, it floated around it was like oh, somebody well, gave it to us actually yeah, somebody yeah. donated it and said mm-hmm. you know they, were, they found a sink and a, and a, a kitchen sink and a bathroom sink and it was like sitting around forever I mean it seemed like forever anyway and it's porcelain so you figure you know one day somebody's going to hit it break it so, fast forward five, ten years later, we need a new bathroom sink in uh, mm-hmm. in our bathroom. And guess what we use? The thing that's been sitting around for five to ten years that we needed. So some things like that where we have issues is storing it for the five years that you need it until you until you need it. Mm-hmm. So things like that we have you know storage issues with uh, his family history, uh, scrap materials, container plants, and stuff like that. But going back to self-sufficiency, some of the stuff that we don't touch on and that we forget, or it's old hat to us, is like, um, when Zoe was here, they got excited about the toilet sink. Mm-hmm. That thing, we've been using that every day for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it's just I like, it's, it's, you forget different. it's even, you forget it's even a thing. Well, element. The point it's an element of, te- of the urban homestead. It's like. They use our bathroom, and then they come out kind of like sheepish, like, what's that on top of your sink? Oh, that's right, I forgot to tell you about that. It, it doesn't even cross my mind, like, to actually inform someone who's using our bathroom, hey, there was a sink on top, you know, wash your hands. Yeah. Thank you. So explain, toilet sink is a, they sink put a attached. plastic basin on top that the water That's goes solid. through. Instead of the porcelain, you remove that and put a plastic sink on top. And the water goes in, you wash your hands and fills There's some the photographs of it on our website. You Google it, toilet sink. It's for a small area for the half bath. It was perfect. There's things like that we, we not forget, but it's like we grew up with it. So it's not even a big deal anymore. Other things is like the outdoor shower. You have an outdoor shower sitting outside. It's so well designed you can't even, you can't even see it sometimes. So it's basically a garden hose with one of these uh, freestanding like teak shower things that we found on be- uh, like a beach beach thing, thing something. And that we've been using for 10, 15 years. It actually needs, probably needs to be upgraded. Well, I mean they have newer and better stuff. Yeah. But things like outdoor showers that Dad grew up with, his dad grew up with. We grew up with it. Um, it's a little bit more than I think that water's a fig tree, water's pomegranates. It's great for cooling off in the, in the summer. Things, and other things like people have high efficiency clothes dryers. Like, that thing is so old, it's like, how do you even talk about that? It's, now everybody has it. Yeah. I mean, even like that simple thing is 
bartering. Bartering for services, bartering for things. I'll do this, you do that. Yeah, we do that for Marley. Gets a Jordy got guitar lessons for bartering. Yeah, Marley gets groomed yeah. for barter, for mm -hmm. produce. Guitar lessons. Um, um, meeting class. Or services, like somebody's advice. Website, yeah. website work for mm -hmm. produce or produce work for website, whatever, something mm -hmm. like that. And then, like I said, um, just helping, like, oh, somebody helping you out, an yeah. extra hand. Like, yeah. most volunteers that come here, they, oh, they, yeah, they home definitely with, they leave, they leave with something. They so. leave with something. They leave so they come and help jamming, and then we give them jam. Yeah. Um, solar clothes dryer, which is AKA a, a clothesline. Close <laughs> it's a piece of rope. <laughs> a piece of rope. So, um, simple things we've like been, that yeah, that we don't even had, think. We've never had a clothes dryer in a whole, in, a, in about 32 years. Yeah, never never. Had a Honestly, there was a chance I very embarrassed to admit I do not know how to uh, operate a clothes dryer I had to one time and I just sat there staring at him <laughs> like uh, what do I do? <laughs> it's California the weather's spoiling you don't need it for a couple times a year maybe if it's raining and you need to clothes dry um, other things that we're not familiar with that maybe you need it in the east coast or up north is weather stripping yeah. weather, this place that drafty old house that's 100 years old it's like it gets cold. We we endure it, and then it gets warm again. So yeah. <laughs> that's generally winter. We cold, endure it. We we we, we you know <laughs> complain very bitterly <laughs> at wine like California degrees. people. People we are wine, complain, wine try to find cheese. us socks. Wine and cheese. <laughs> dig out the jackets. Knit another knit yeah. another hat. Dig out or, the jackets. Complain. Yeah. Find a sleeping bag. Wrap yourself in it. And wine some more. <laughs> so that's pretty much that's how we, Yeah, that's how we pretty much get to winter. <laughs> you find winter. Below 50 degrees. For two or more days. People are probably poor people. Yeah. yeah. So we won't even talk about that. Yeah. It's supposed to be 102 tomorrow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Tuesday. And tell them what, what day year it's, it's, it's October 22nd. Yeah. And they have the heat index last over. Heat, excessive heat warning. Excessive yeah. heat warning. Showing up on our cell phones. Excessive heat warning. Take care of yourself. Days are shorter and it's going to be 102. Just when we take out all the summer crops and put in fall crops, it's going to be 102. And another thing is simply you can, um, this is something, walk, bike, use public transportation. Carpool. Yeah, Carpool. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost it's basic. Almost, we don't yeah, even, we don't sad even. to say it, but it does have And then to another thing. Do-it-yourself cleaners. You can make your own. Um, you can make your own household cleaners. You can make your own household soaps. You, you don't have people. to buy a lot. A lot of the product on the on the shelves is pretty much like I would not say rehash of each other, but like you know, how many different kinds of dish soap? Mm -hmm. Like you can do just fine with soap. Well, yeah. a lot, soap a lot of the, a lot of the, we were assisted along their way by the city of Pasadena and their rebates for mm -hmm. solar. The solar array, mm -hmm. uh, well, all the energy washer, and dryer, efficient stuff, and washing machine, not dryer, washing machine. We did TVs, solar attic fans. So basically, the city of Pasadena has a rebate program for you to for its uh, residents. Practically to anything mm -hmm. that you need. So. Yeah. And a lot of cities actually have it. Not many, not many people realize it. So definitely, look at your city. That. Just go to your city website, see what kind of programs they have. Yeah. I get in the mail now. They're actually doing now rainwater rebates, so that's pretty exciting for yeah. and to laundry to landscape. And then, so. then Great Water is now yeah. offering free workshops and stuff. Um, another thing is um, relationship with. It's important is relationship with neighbors and relationship with people. So um, one of our things we've done. Um, wow, well we just started with the Saturday socials, and then Friday night dinners, and then Sunday night hoot nannies was invite people over. The one, uh, make sure they're not fasting. That was one lesson we learned from. Yeah, well, there was a guy. He was. Uh, <laughs> we invited some. You know, guy that did. You help us yeah. out a lot, so we like, hey, come to dinner. And he was too polite to tell us that he was doing a fast for his health reasons. Thirty days. Yeah. A Thirty day fast. So he was like sitting there, and we're like serving him food. He's like, well, you know, I was like, man, good. Food. And he's like, then he's like, you can eat in he front goes, of me, and I'm fine. like, that's not the point. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that's. So, it's a funny story. It's like. If you invite somebody He's over, like, I just came because sure I wanted to be with you guys. I'm like, well, you could have left. It was just no. one of those, you don't even think about it. No, you know, I it's know. like, uh, you do that. And then, I was speaking of other things, like today, um, they had the w power windows on a car. Only power windows on a car, but, so, but they're, they're stuck with it. So, um, went to a repair shop and they quoted $250 to 
fix the power window. And there's two of them, so. $500 for, for a 20, 30 year old car. And it's like, uh, the car isn't worth that much almost, you know, it's practically things. So I said, okay, I've been busy, haven't got around to it. So I found the part on, on the website for 50 bucks. Came in yesterday, put it in today, saved $200. And we got windows. And now the window worked. So things like, and then the other things, like, did all, replace all the fuses, so now the lights work. Oh, it works the, now. The, the clock works, the indoor. Oh, and, so you found interior, the one. Cool. Interior, like, so, and then the lesson of do it yourself. Awesome. Um, I was so busy with um, fixing up the house that I took a uh, car to the shop to replace the fuel pump. It's just basically two bolts and some two hoses and it was in the shop for a month cost me a few hundred dollars and it was like I could have done it myself yeah, but just it just ha I just didn't have the time and I sort of kicked myself because I said I could have saved money if I did it myself just so lesson learned I put in the power window thing saved 200 bucks well, always so learning. DIY DIY we're always learning um, I'm not sure if it's just the way dad raised us or anything we do tend to see a problem and then we try to find a solution. Often people see a problem and they might try to buy the solution and I'm not saying that's not that's not okay, but often we try to do a lot of it also. Sometimes that's so to our fault. Yeah. To, I mean, to it, it's, it's, a, it's a flaw. Yeah, I'm not saying DIY, we're, we're, we're like, your transmission. no, we're doing it ourselves. Yeah, we build your transmission <laughs> on the first shot. <laughs> but Justin, you know, yeah. he'll like, oh, I can fix that and but then he'll look into it. And, and then, then I fix that. Then I fix the one car. And then I go to the other car, and then it's 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 leaking something else. So I have to fix that. It's like, okay, then it doesn't start. And then this, it's like, okay, it's just it's constant. The older the car, the more work yeah. it is. But it's be, yeah. it was just DIY, two hundred fifty dollars replace one window, fifty dollar part, do it yourself. Go YouTube video how to take off the panel. Bam. YouTube. YouTube is a is an amazing teacher. Like yeah. A lot of people. Installed the injection pump. <laughs> a lot of people do things via YouTube. Bought an injection pump for five hundred bucks. Put it in. It was going to cost two thousand dollars to put it in. Bought it for five hundred bucks. Put it in in the diesel car. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. A couple of YouTube videos and and there was. Yeah. So YouTube, uh, the internet has actually. It's a tool. It's a good. It has opened up train. a whole new um, learning. Uh, there's been like stories, lady built her house watching YouTube, YouTube videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's. We started before YouTube, so. Yeah, so it was a little harder. Through. We had to actually go to the library. Check out a book. We had to go and look for the book, <laughs> read all the numbers. Yeah, and then, then check it out, and they check stamped it, yeah, it when you returned it. Stamped it, it, it and then weeks. we had to keep remember that That's we had to return the book in two weeks. Yeah. Were like, what are you talking about? Oh, the libraries when they had the Rolodex and you had the index cards to find the books. Yeah. Actually, I remember that, so that's pretty scary. So, um, yeah, and then like I said, we did, we're in self, like I said, self-sufficiency to a fault. Sometimes you just have to say, I can't do it myself. And hire somebody that knows how well, to do it. Well, one of the things, or ask said, for help. No, it's, it, there is a fault Two of self-sufficiency. It's not, asking it, for help self-sufficiency <laughs> is not, in some ways, it's not really isolating yourself. It can it, it can be in some ways, but it's all about interdependency. It's about relying on each other and, and actually having uh, relationships with people. So I mean, it's not like you it's know holding up in your house. Yeah, you to get good good connections, references, mm -hmm. somebody you know. But you need I mean, help. You do need help. The one thing about self sufficiency, it's not an it's isolated. It's, there is an isolated journey of your own, but it also is a journey of a community being effort. open to accepting other people's help sometimes mm -hmm. yeah, we learn well, that the we hard way this, sometimes this year without without dad's help and volunteers we did have to let hire some <laughs> let either let it go or hire somebody to help us out and or accept help from accept people. the help from yeah, people and it was it's, it's, it's hard it's hard to accept well they say if you want it done right, do it yourself. Speaking of the fuel pump on the Suburban, it should have taken a month or six weeks. I think it was in there for six weeks. Um, they said I was too nice and I should have complained more often. But um, finding good help was hard to come by. And we did need help this past year because their dad wasn't around to do things. So somebody run to Home Depot, somebody took it down, somebody do that, somebody help me with this, somebody it's hold a, that. Accepting help is, handing is something a good, up the ladder. It's, a it's a, actually a skill that you learn. Accepting and yeah. receiving it. 
reading instructions and asking for help, two things that don't do well. So we no. could talk about that. We could talk about that on another. That's podcast. in the flaws. Flaws. Aaron has that document. What was the topic? Things you what do you do well, well and things you don't? Something like that. Yeah, that would be another podcast. Other people could. How we operate or don't operate. Well, it, came, things, it came out of the blue. The guy, the guy he sat us down for a meeting and ended up yeah. putting well, that. We were doing it, it was interesting. So, yeah. Other things from. like hand, we did, we prided ourselves on hand watering mm-hmm. everything. Dad would joke I was a waterer. He has now, a system called Justin. Yeah, I have an irrigation system and his name is Justin. Now I have an issue is I don't have somebody that can irrigate, so we're going to have to work on irrigation before the summer because. So, some sort of drip or automated system. The oils are great, you still gotta fill them up. Um, Either if it's not a person, then it's automated. Yeah, if it's not a person, if you can't hire, hire help, it's uh, a call. Or have a family or yeah, friends or yeah, volunteers to do, to do it. To, to do it, we're gonna have to go automate. So, one of the things is watering. Uh, we may have to automate some of the yard. Drip irrigation. Drip irrigation. And some sort of timer or something. So talking to Gabriel, what he uses. But what he uses for, you know, 150 foot row, and I have an 8 to 10 foot bed. It doesn't it doesn't quite work. So we'll have to uh, work on that. Other things that we did in the last thing was we talked to, we, we don't talk about is how we took out the concrete. Um, that was a whole Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving day. 10, Thanksgiving day, but. Ooh, 10 years ago? 10, 15 years ago? At least. Yeah, so the neighbor wanted, found out later that we were using the jackhammer on Thanksgiving. But, um, How she, she wasn't here? Look at it, Chris, the sheep. He found out later? No, oh, he didn't. He, he says, oh, it's you doing the jackhammer on Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> we went okay. to the Home Depot, we rented a jackhammer, and we jackhammered oh, okay, our 30 by 30 thing with no, no rebar. We also removed before even before that, we moved our whole driveway. By hand. By hand, with rebar, crowbar, and sledgehammer. And we've got about five car, low boys of mm-hmm. concrete. We repurposed as much as we can. And we did, and then the rest of it we did have to get to a recycling plant. Yeah. So thing, things like, you know, maybe nowadays they say don't try this at home. And things we used to do that nowadays are probably not considered safe. Um, so we used the concrete for retaining walls pathways and the patio that we have hosted hundreds thousands of people come to this place with their little patio space here so other things that we see we're uh, we talking about trellises I think a little bit about repurposing, uh, repurposing wood bicycles mattresses mattress mat- <laughs> springs. Springs. springs mattress springs <laughs> spring mattresses <laughs> the metal stuff the metal spring so think things that other uh, one man's junk is another man's treasure, and we have an issue sometimes with kicking a lot of junk. Um, other things we don't we start out with low flow toilets. We started out with we have a gray water system that connects to the tub that has a three way bypass valve. Goes, you turn it off, one goes to the garden, one goes to the drain. We don't even think about that anymore because once we have solar, you don't even think about it. once you put it in, it's like something you don't do. Um, other things we've been doing for a while um, is the chickens and animals and stuff yeah. like that for a while. So I think, let's see, if people go to the website, the 10 elements that we came up with, that came up with, the yeah, we're giving it a new facelift. So. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, basically not the same thing. Yes, yeah, basically the same thing. Well, Just a new front page. So the 10 elements, and that's like, all can be found on our website, is uh, you know, growing food, alternative energy, alternative fuels or transportation, holistic farm animals, waste solutions, water reclamation, living simply, do-it-yourself, home economy, and giving back. So it's, um, people have asked, you know, why is this important? Well, it's, it's important. It's just, it's good for... The community it's good for the planet but it's good for yourself you eat better you become healthier and you obtain skills and you become empowered so you know that's a lot of positive things and you don't have to have a farm or a big house to have the you know slice of little hope uh, house on the prairie you can do some of these skills 
and it's basically about being conscious of where and how you live and you can do it and you know something any anything can be done anywhere at some point um, and uh, different scales on different scales and so dad believed and he always said is small steps small steps have a big impact if we do something collectively and um, well, we had interviewed our friend Chris Kirsten and one, one of the things he mentioned he mentioned two things and I added one other one in there and he said about it was about the what made him drove him to you know pursue his passion it's it's a lifestyle and there's a legacy and I interjected and I said and it's the love of it because not only it's the lifestyle you choose the lifestyle you have to love it and then you have to think okay so what and what is my legacy I leave behind so um, he also is talking about I think he touched on um, he wanted to write something about farming with ghosts or something mm -hmm. because the they are trying to keep up the heritage or the family history on any family ranches he said I think he used to talk about one of the challenges that's one of the challenges we face probably be another podcast um, what to do next what we can do next year um, ideas what we're not going to do next year what's on the table um, things like that and we, other other things that we don't even talk about is people say with your garden tools, we don't have any garden tools, we have power tools, or nothing. Um, other things that we drop by the wayside, some we have to bring back. We don't um, have to build a new worm compost. Worm compost. I like the bathtub one, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the worm compost, worm bin, uh, in the summer they dry up, they get the heat, they don't like the heat, so we have to, Dad had an idea to do it, and we never quite, we never quite built it. Um, Built it up. Yeah. And then, yeah. So there's like some there's some new to do projects that we want. Redo. Redo. redo new to do uh -huh. projects and redo projects. Mm -hmm. Like we have uh, so much compost, we have to build more composters or find more cells. So like, it's like I said, we we're, we're we're revisiting like the waste solution on the ten elements. We're going back. Okay, so let's revisit the waste solution. How can you be more efficient or redo something? Um, Worm bins, compost piles, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and like I said, we also struggle with a lot of things. We struggle with um, living simply and doing ourselves. So we just touch on that, but living simply. Sometimes simple living is not simple. So, so, not so simple. Simple. So we struggle especially with our Tech. modern lifestyle, um, with our personal lifestyle that, you know, what we're doing. Sometimes we have to cut corners. Sometimes it's not perfect. And that's another thing you have to accept. It's not going to be true. And it's not, and it's not about I do this better or um, or keep it score. It's not. Well, it's also not about beating yourself up either. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, the people want to reach think you have to, to You have to strive for perfection and knowing that you're not going to get it. But, um, and it's good to keep like I, I like you know keep a journal, keep a diary. Um, Justin prints up these to-do lists, and we we um, we, we call we we go back. We save them and then we go back and see what we've done, and so we can see progression. It's all about. Are you volunteering to fill out 2018 to do this? <laughs> yeah, it's in my notepad. Are you trying to cause anxiety or something? Yeah, trying to cause anxiety. <laughs> drama, drama. No, it, 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 when you actually write down everything you want to do, it gets a little bit anxious. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's about keeping a records, and that's what I think what's made. Uh, the art, what claim to fame was the records that we kept. It wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't something that, oh, well, this can be done. We put numbers to it. Yeah, that, we used to do a better job of that. Other, other things that people not think is the jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. People want to say they are a, they have one occupation, and they do that for the rest of their life. And with homesteading, the ten element, you, you in one day, in one ten. day, you may have to do in twenty-four hour period. You may have to do all ten. Mm -hmm. And you and if you throw in car repair or you throw in taxes, vet, you throw in taxes or vet or things like that. It's people say, oh, so what's your occupation? It's like mm, it's hard to define. The hardest question I ever get to answer is, what do you do? Yeah. So when people, I get all these questions like, what you, do you do? You like, introduce yourself. What do you do? And I'm just like, I get that now, and it's like, I don't have a, I don't have a title for it. Yeah. Oh, hi. This is the thing. What do you do? And I'm like, yeah. 
I, th I think we were talking about when um, in a 24-hour period we had Zoe here. We were uh, fixing the plumbing, unplugging Zoe the Zoe Deschanel. She was here. You said, "Okay, yeah, that's great." Then the then the plumbing backed up, so you fixed the plumbing. Then you painted painted I painted my room. Then you did this. Then you had to fix the car. Then um, all all within a. Marley just came running from the yard, so we're just like looking at what he's looking at. I think so, he got avocado. Yeah, he's probably got avocado. He loves avocados. So yeah, and the it's doing multiple things in a short period of time that sometimes um, it's hard to define and hard to explain because mm -hmm. you can do all ten in one day, or you do one. It is a major accomplishment if you just do one thing in a day. So depending on, like I said, 24-hour period, your plumber, your uh, car mechanic, your vet, your uh, manual labor, watering, your picking, your packing, um, it was a big day for picking on the farm boxes, stuff like that. So oh, and you're a businessman, you're a marketer, marketer. you're a secretary. The hardest thing to do is when they put down there, they put down your occupation, mm -hmm. and it floors, floors me all the time. It's just... I have a lot of time introducing myself. What do you do? What do you do? Tell them what you do. <laughs> Sit at home and do nothing. <laughs> but that's what people sometimes think. You're, 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 you just cut around in the garden and stuff like that. Skipping through the yeah, I think we're going to have Eating one, have one episode called Skipping Through the <laughs> Right, because that's my... I think I, I kind of complain. I'm like, I think people think I just sit at home and skip through the tulips because they're like, they're asking me to do this and this, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of busy. I can't handle that. Like, they just like you look so at busy. you. Like, you so you at home? You don't have a degree. We were talking about uh, some guy came by from Austin. They said the hardest thing for him was to get a job without a degree. Yeah. And he sa I said, I said, yeah, that's right because they think without a degree you're stupid. It's just. Um, Jordy was had a website, doing somebody's website, and it was her hiring. with no degree, but proof of the website work. Just go online, type in her yeah, website. Experience, years of experience. Years of experience, but no degree. And guess who got the job? Yeah. Somebody with the degree, but well, no not degree. only she did offer the was here was an issue. She also not only gave him the job, but she wanted me to work for him, you know, because he needed help, and she offered me less than minimum wage almost like minimum wage and I was like well I'm doing website work and she was like yeah I know but you don't have a degree and I said what's he getting she goes he has a degree so what she was giving the guy with the degree you know 30 40 dollars an hour but she, I was getting I was getting tests she offered me 10 bucks an hour because I didn't have a degree even though I could do his work just as good well, because he had the initials and the guy that stopped by from Austin he was like oh yeah I couldn't get a job in this in the state of California, basically, <laughs> that because he didn't have a, the degree that everybody was looking for. And it's like, well, if you did it, that should be your degree. Mm -hmm. So, Dad's degree was S STP, yeah. six thousand pounds. <laughs> that was Dad's nickname for his degree. He had six thousand pounds. STP and Joe's degree is STP, six thousand pounds. So that was his degree. He got. We got 6,000 pounds, and then a couple of years later, we got 7,000. But we have the issues with, um, I think that goes back to homeschooling, that goes back to being self-employed, that goes back to being self-taught, do it yourself. And they said, well, are you a roofer? There was one year we re-roofed the garage, there was another year we re-roofed the house. Every, it was a, everybody was re-roofing the garage. Everybody was re-roofing the house. It was all hands on deck. Yeah, when you have a big project like that, you have, yeah. Yeah. So you have uh, everybody that helping in, pitching in. Especially the big projects, the concrete, busting the concrete, the jackhammer. Mm -hmm. Everybody took a total turn on the jackhammer. When there's a big job like roofing, everybody was on the roof, picking out nails, re taking down three or four layers of. Uh, it was very easy to hire somebody to do that, but Dad wanted to do it yourself. We yeah. took off one layer of shake. Mm -hmm. The original shake from the original house mm -hmm. in 1917 was still up there. Okay? <laughs> then some genius put on one layer, two, two layers, and three, three layers, layers on the south side of the house. So here it is. the eaves droop. So the house was sagging and the, 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 and the eaves were starting drooping. Cause, and you looked up there, there was no way 
person in their right mind should have hired somebody. This is this is not. <laughs> we have what a you're picture of how you guys looked like after coming down. It from was work. dirty, dirty, messy work. So, however, because we had a garden and a farm around there, we didn't want them tramping through the whole thing. Oh, the so when we, when and we, we covered the air, all the beds with tarps. And then some of the containers around the house we moved out. So we would tarp tarp certain parts of the yard, tear down tons of material and 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 eventually it took us six months before we yeah, got so there yeah, then, you want to then, point out that it took you six months to roof no i think half the battle right. was picking what the shingle what kind of shingle people, was, most people throw money at something and it and three days later then you say okay now hire somebody to put in the roof no we bought plywood and put carried up house. okay the roof is an 812 the house roof it's is an 812 explain what 812 is it's, to people it's, um, it's a pitch of a roof believe 1212 is straight up <laughs> i think 1212 or whatever so what it's it is a pit. so it's, it's like a, it's an average like an, a. an average roof is is a is a five is a 412 or 612 trust me i've been up on it Four, many times it's very a very low pitch normal modern houses have a very low pitch the craftsman house was an 812 at least so on a, every 12 inches it went up eight inch every 12 inch thing went up eight inches let's google it. it's called an 812 so we had a harness. Yes. Okay. We did safety Sheets, first. Safety first. We had a. Plywood. We had safety harnesses strapped to the roof, tied up, nailed down. So I was strapped in. However, there's about it's like 50, at least probably 50 sheets of plywood. We got a pallet of plywood delivered, and guess what? Jordy and Dad would walk it up the ladder on one <laughs> side, and I'd be up there that grabbing it up. And yeah, it was probably nuts. Was and probably I was on the floor time. making sure everything was, you know. Yeah. Just Don't try this at home. <laughs> it was bad. And then like a little gust of wind come along. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're carrying, so you're carrying a four by two pot. Please don't fall. Please don't wind, don't yeah, blow. Yeah, and Dad and I slippery, balanced on these little ladders, and it was slippery, like lifting them up, carrying up ladder, and then hauling them up to Jessica. And, th- and then that was great. So you had perfect four by eight sheets. However, you're supposed to stagger the seam. So you go up stagger it now now you have to cut the pieces so instead of uh, me going up and down the ladder and that i would take the measurements jordy and dad and Lisi would measure it cut it and then hand the sheet up and then i nail it up basically it was otherwise that was, it was a team effort otherwise we'd have to, we could have hired somebody to take it down we could have hired somebody to put it up now yeah. the metal roofing needed some special well, tools so we got the stone coated steel that we put yeah, in if it was asphalt we would have done it but yeah. and it, like i said but it also why the lesson so it makes you appreciate um, the hard work that goes into it and the sacrifice and the blood sweat and tears because a lot of it's not pretty not easy <laughs> not easy not and cheap. it's it's crap load of work yeah. and it's not cheap the if if you told some what the real the real thing is if it costs you more to do it yourself than mm-hmm. to pay somebody yeah that's Why the real thing now you say okay well we save money by DIY tearing down manual labor, we did mm-hmm. the dirty work, and we didn't have to hire anybody. Um, we now, if it costs us more to do it ourselves, which some things do, <laughs> some things. We forgot do. to also mention. We forgot to also mention. Dad actually went out, bought a backyard wood chipper. Oh yes. He and bought we, a backyard wood chipper and wood chipped all the old shakes <laughs> to mulch the yard with. Perfectly good, good. He was like, "This is perfectly good cedar." He goes, "I'm not throwing this into the into the landfill." He sat there and fed wood after wood in the in the in the. And then and then we got tired, so we asked our tree trimmer friend to bring. Yeah, so he bought his. Then he bought his chip over. We just (laughs) dumped it in there and spat it back out. Yeah, dad did. Dad did plank by plank, and then he got tired after about two weeks. He got tired of it. So we, we yeah, I forgot yeah, about I the wood. Who he came by and we dumped it oh, in. We got no because we tried. Yard. We spent yeah. a couple hundred dollars and bought a brand new Craftsman <laughs> wood chipper. Backyard wood chipper. For chipping things. Now, these are old growth cedar shakes. We actually pulled out perfectly good. I, know, I think we kept some for something. It was some prop. It was yeah. like a perfectly good sheet of wood. Mm-hmm. Which they, they would look good. at the time it was ninety years old. Mm-hmm. Ninety three. Okay, mm-hmm. ninety three year old wood shake beautiful mm-hmm. and so we didn't we, we didn't chip that one up no i think scraps, he, yeah i think some of them we kept i think that cited something with it, yeah, yeah we also did a thing so 
just going back to the degree thing and do it yourself. And then we sold the wood chipper after we used it. We actually had a guy priceless. Like, we don't need any more. We don't need any more. And somebody took it off, and then we got a couple hundred dollars back for it. But I remember that. We we actually, that wasn't sending that old growth cedar to the landfill. He was composting it. So, and then we had, Dad had a, I think Dad built a chute to collect the strip. Yeah, I remember that. That we would, on two, one of those, all directional ladders and then had a chute that the shingles would fall in and then they would slide into the dumpster so it was pretty neat that was like you don't think about that and people say oh yeah oh you just your house is nice the house is nice you must have paid somebody to do that no we were up there um we also replaced that we found some uh the corner of the roof was damaged by the the by a truck and then we took off the bead beadboard that was um, on the addition and got a local mill to do that mm-hmm. and we put that in ourselves and then we put the plywood over that too oh and then we put in new new uh, new rafters on some of the things because some of the old construction had two foot rafters but yeah so what about what we pride ourselves in like said doing it we try as best we can to do it ourselves so the homes when we transform our home into homestead it was it's um we're involved in the process and a lot of people say um you know uh, and the thing about the self-sufficiency aspect um, is that you can do it yourself. It's in your hands. It's, it's your hands, your heart, and your head. Because and if people say, um, like, um, we had that discussion, um, we're trying to figure out, you know, some future plans, and one of the things, and the person could not, for the life of them, understand, I think you talked to her for an hour. She did not understand She what could I was not saying. understand what that point was, and what the point was, was... The point was... Not that you have to do all of it. I was, I was just trying to take this concept in my head and communicate it to someone. And she, she, she was, was like, get grants. No, she was in, the, yeah, like, she was in the that school uh, degree grant Getting path. And I was saying, no, put it in the people's hands. Mm-hmm. Make them, you know, not make them. Just give them the gift of having the self-sufficiency in their hands. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. What? And there was a discussion because, like I said, we're trying to figure out what we want to do. And this person, and we, you know, we listened to him. We had a meeting, but it was like just do the grants. And what, and what we like, want no, to show is no one you, family, one individual can do this, and one family and one individual can do this. The freedom, the freedom. I, I mm-hmm. used the word with her. I said it's a freedom to mm-hmm. be able to do it yourself, mm-hmm. not relying. You know, not. Yes, you can use the government, like the city, the programs, city programs, yes. but not looking for others to do these because things because here we say well, you that person got you. it but they got a grant and but mm-hmm. i might not be qualified yeah. and she for went, a grant. and she was in she was all in that and i said no there is a freedom in having it in your hands mm-hmm. to learn it all not that you're going to do all of it for the rest of your life but learn every aspect so that there is a freedom just no matter quote where i end up and he stands up just saying a house needs to be roofed you know what to do mm-hmm. like there is a freedom in that. There's no none of that anxiety of, oh, how am I going to do? It's yeah, you know. Yeah, speaking of, like I said, what's your occupation? It's a freedom. Are you going to put down roofer on your no, occupation? No, but it's a freedom, and, and, and I and can go roofing like if your, I need to. What's your resume? And it's like, yeah. well, one year I was a roofer, <laughs> or four months of the year I was a roofer. The other yeah, yeah, and we can talk about like I said, this this one could be for another episode. Like I said, we're trying to figure out the future. But one thing that Dad had a dilemma, and we still have a dilemma, is. We're one family, one individual, and we're doing this on a personal level that anybody can emulate and do it That's what we always try now, to keep ourselves they're, in that they're level. Period. Was, yeah. That's what I was communicating yeah. to so, the woman was but, that level of being... Did she get it? And I, you know, yeah. she, we had to go, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. It but, was like all this government grant thing, and yeah. I just went... So then, That's the point. <laughs> yeah. so then, but then here's the thing. Stop that. Put a period at that and say, but, however... Our outreach and our education yeah, and our website is so massive, we can't support there that. Is, there now, is, yeah. that is a different... Now be another that's podcast another podcast of why, how we need to continue to support that. Not our, as ourselves yeah. as individuals, and not the homestead as the homestead, because it can make money on itself. But it's the adu- well, educational okay, outreach maybe, programs no, that go, can do that. Maybe, so. It can be self-sustaining. Let's let, let the money, money's mm-hmm. abstract yeah. money yeah. thing. Now we were talking. The other thing we were talking about the other day was after the podcast was over, Chris Kirsten and after some of the stuff that was off the record was some things discussed were degrees in agriculture, putting value to your stuff, and putting value what to charge for. And he said he wouldn't 
he gets compensated, and we just don't know. We're on the other side where we say you do have to value your work. But going back to uh, degrees was one thing. Friend of ours was applied for certain jobs. You applied for certain job, and they went. Sorry, we just had a cat, 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 Okay, we'll get him, so. But go ahead, sorry. That's like organically, organic podcast. I told you he was going to come out, didn't I say? I said he's going to come out during yeah, the podcast. We should, we yeah. should have put it up Marley. Marley, yeah. Marley thinks it's a game. Yeah, so. So, um, there goes the cat, and there goes Marley. So, <laughs> um, speaking of thing we're talking about, degrees and things like that. Where people, if you, you say, said a guy applied for a friend of ours applied for a, a job. A friend of ours applied for a job. He lost the job to somebody with a degree. Fast forward a year later, that individual no longer had the job, and he got the job a year later because the person with the degree didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, well, didn't you know. Yeah, you and know it's not to put down anyone with degrees because, yeah, everybody's the no. education is good, but it's just like this assignment of value not of the person's skill or knowledge or the heart or the soul well, I mean, it's, it's, there's plenty do you have a paper no then you're then you're dumb it's kind of that assumption by other people yeah if it's that saying go rewire your house and go yeah change the wiring in your house without it's just that it's knowing people anything like no. it's people's assumptions of it's the people's assumptions of uh who is who is quote qualified to do the work i guess i mean you know Higher education, going forward and doing that is is a good, it's a good concept. But I think it, it kind of it annoys me when I say, hey, here's my, yeah, here's my here's my here's what I can do, here's my value, and they say, where's your education? They don't actually look at the value of what you've been able to do. <laughs> Everybody abandoned me at the table. <laughs> okay, I think we're about five minutes out anyway, so. I want to go track down the cat. I'll sing for your entertainment. We <laughs> interrupt this podcast. Try that way. I think the cat will go. I think that. Um, I I'll think sing that for your entertainment. Not, I think that gate's not closed. Up there. It's not. Yeah. Can you hold Marley? Here? Yeah. I'm about to sing here. Okay. <laughs> we only have a couple oh, more minutes. No, so I guess so. I just wanted to finish. It's not anybody's. You know, it's not about not seeking education it's just the people's assumption whether you have yeah. knowledge and we were on this you'll find you can find it on YouTube and I think it's on Netflix but we were on this uh, show called Doomsday Preppers and it always remember again me trying to communicate this to someone and we communicated we communicated with the, um, the producers he wanted to know if we had these stores if we had you know this if we had all this um you know, stuff that was in the, like, you know, stockpile stuff. And I said, it's in the hands, it's in the skills that we do. Who let the dogs out? And the cats out. Oh, yeah, we found it? Yeah, Moose is right there. Where's right there? He's under the, under the outdoor seat. Okay, so. Our, our, another thing that we talked about, great water. Yeah. Huh? We have a couple minutes left, so. Yeah, Tune that was next fun. next time when we <laughs> catch a cat. <laughs> We've caught the cat, everyone. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, so, um, um, yeah, we're... Nothing's uh, wrong with the education, but do it DIY. And so what we're just saying is we're trying to... I think there's a there was a, a, an interview that somebody had... had uh, I think it was Take Part. I'm not sure if they're still doing that, but... We were just saying that, you know, if you take these small steps, you can have a, a big impact. And we hope that people can take small steps that we talked about tonight. And, and they can find inspiration on our blog, for sure, because it's about 15 years of yeah, blogging. Yeah, we're trying to do more podcasts, like, breaking down the elements, I believe. Yeah, so we thought about maybe taking an element per, per podcast and, and, and working on doing that. So um, yeah. that's Please hopefully in the future. This stuff, like, we don't talk about is we have outdoor sink that's tied into the great water system yeah. that goes under mm-hmm. waters the avocados that waters the four by veggie beds that nobody we don't even bother to discuss on the great water side and the avocado avocado tree is is massive yeah because because it's actually of the, a little too big <laughs> yeah it's actually humongous mm-hmm. so due in part to the outdoor great water systems that we don't even 
that we don't even discuss that we forget that it's just second nature to us um, well, stuff like that it's it, to be honest I would believe that um, to be honest, I believe that someday when we when we bring new people on the property and we start to discuss it, we actually discover more and more about what we've done mm -hmm. and what is on this property. Again, like things are so old hat, we just don't think about it. So someday we'll sit down with people and like kind of pull everything, all the elements out of this part and dissect it and say, here, this is the whole map of what we've done, this is this. Yeah, we, we, don't need, we say, okay, roofing was a, a big job. We did it ourselves. Removing the concrete, we did it ourselves. Uh, Re-landscaping the back, front, side yard, we did it ourselves. So things that we don't even touch, People, that yeah. we haven't, we have to retouch. It has uh, been mentioned many times to us by many people. There is there is books and some, at some point. In the future, as we have to podcast is uh, upcoming podcast. I think we're what just we like purging our brains on these podcasts to actually like find out everything that was in them. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like we've been doing it so long, and things you forget—not forget, but it's second nature. Right? Like, like, oh forget. yeah, we did that. And it's like, okay, and then when somebody says, "Oh, uh, I'm helping somebody," and they're like, "You know how to do that?" Yeah, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I do. I don't. I didn't know how. Um, just get my car repaired, or plumbing, unclogging the sink. Um, or people install, ask me, install how do you learn the floor, how to cook? Installing thing, how do you cook? Yeah. They say, oh, you're a good cook, or you bake, and, you know, what to do? I was like, it's almost just about just doing it. Or, you know, just do it. doing power tools and, and basic carpentry and constructions. Oh, you, you know how to do that? I know how to do that. I know how to do a laser level. We actually did one, you know, in the backyard when we did the tent, you know? Yeah, it's stuff like that. You say, oh, yeah, okay, we built the deck. Okay, we, built, well, yeah. we, fixed, we fixed the garage. We fixed the chicken coop. We did the arbor there. We did that arbor there. We did that. And I think, like I said, you know what it comes down to? And it's, again, the freedom of the mind. It's a freedom of the mind that you're not, you're not, you're not, anyone's ha you can do anything. We and you can, can, you can do take anything. it with you. And, and you can take it with you. And it's powerful because that's what dad thing was. It was powerful because it was, it's like uh, the, the weapon of mass creation. It's, you can create. Anywhere, Whatever, anytime. any place, it's empowering, anytime. It's empowering, and it's freedom. And I feel that. I feel that in any situation. You know, mm -hmm. it's, oh, okay, I need to do that? Cool, I can step in and, and handle that. So yeah. Whether it's cooking, some, some things, let's say it's a fast, some things, like you said, keeping records. Now, I have to go back to keeping records, but it was good at one point to do that just like... Just uh, to know how you're doing. Yeah, just, just you, to you, check like the bar, like I said. Like a point of reference, yeah. yeah. Point, yeah, to say our, how... how how productive are we? When you keep your grade we? scores, how, how, you know, yeah. you go to school, you get a grade. Yeah. You, you want to know how well just you're because, doing. Yeah. Degrade yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think our worst critic is ourselves. And Dad was really <clears throat> hard on himself. Like, he had to make sure everything was perfect and level and square and majestical. <laughs> he had to make sure <laughs> everything was perfect. <laughs> Watch that movie. If anybody knows it, comment. It had, it had to be, and it was like, people say, well, was Dad had a degree in landscaping? No. And they said, well, everything was beautiful. And they said, one comment was from somebody said, they loved the rock work. And that was the comment when they saw the front yard. And Dad said, you know why he loved the rock work? It was because you didn't notice the rock work. Mm -hmm. And he said, and, okay. And it was like, and did Dad have a degree in landscaping? No. no. But the how Dad learned was his dad and how Dad had learned too. However, also thing that helped him was being lawn maintenance. And I talked about, I think, in another podcast that somebody decided to put a crepe myrtle next to a pool. Now, if you're a gardener, you know that's a bad... If you're a lawn, lawn maintenance, you know that's a bad idea. So, did we find the cat and we found the dog? No, no. we have the dog. We just have to call the cat. <laughs> We're waiting on the cat. He'll come out because he's hungry. He's been, he actually accidentally escaped by through uh, the, somebody, the screen door I think needs to be uh, so, tightened, tightened up. up. And then we had a class today. Sold out bread class today yeah, so. with uh, things. So he's then been he's hiding. been hiding in the basement. So he's starting to creep out now. Now he's getting really hungry. And probably that makes two of us. Um, <laughs> Interesting. All right, I think it's good. So I think we're wrapping we're go up, and we're going to go try to find the cat. Um, appreciate tuned you tuning for in for we'll catch cliffhanger, Moosh. our cliffhanger. Moosh is so. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys again next time, I think. Don't let him off.
Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie, Justin, Jordan. Keep on growing. Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.